Tune in to the hottest sports talk show on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us weekdays at 7 p.m. Stories about players and coaches of all levels. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. We're excited about tonight. Let me get my co-host in here first, though. We're talking recruiting from the parents' perspective. A shout-out to all the coaches that gave us such great information and material last night, recruiting from a coach's perspective. But welcome to the show, Duck Riley. Hey, how you doing, Precious? Glad to be here with you. Awesome, awesome, for sure. Um, let's see if we can go ahead and get everybody in here. And a shout-out to to uh, Coach Coach Damian, we'll get you in here in just a moment because I really want to talk about um, something that came up today. But let me welcome everybody in here. Let's see my favorite here. Miss Irene, how are you? I'm doing well and hope you are. Doing really good, really good. Thank you for being on. Let's see who else we have. Mr. Rich here, get you in here. How are you, sir? Doing good, doing good. A second in, see how things are going, and uh, happy to contribute. Thank you. We appreciate that. All right, let's see if we can welcome in Monica. Welcome in, Monica. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Yes, thank you. Thank you for taking time out to be with us. Let me welcome in Coach Donald Jones. Coach Donald Jones, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great, Princess. How you doing? Doing really good. Thank you for taking some time out to be with us. I'm going to open up Coach Damian Jackson. How are you, sir? How's everybody doing? How you doing? Doing good. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> Duck, I want to start with you, and then I'm going to go to Coach Jones, and then I'm going to go um, to Coach Damian, and then get all of the parents' perspectives. But, Duck, I want to start with you. And um, Bronnie James today, uh, cardiac arrest, you know, this happened yesterday. And kudos to, to everybody that kept it quiet until today. Um, but the fact that 17, 18-year-old and he had cardiac arrest, uh, um, arrest some, I guess, a semblance of Darlin Hamlin, but not all the way de- there. Um, he's out of ICU. But, Duck, as a parent, your thoughts about this athlete so young um, in cardiac arrest? You know, the thing is, and, and very fortunate, Prince, is that, you know, they it happened there, but you don't really want it to happen to anybody. But, you know, the thing mm-hmm. is that it happened there at USC where he could get immediately help. So, you know, yeah. now, you know, they it, you can be under the watchful eye, and any of us can go out there, you know, especially growing up. It could have happened to any of us. But, you know, the thing is they're fortunate. You know, I don't know if testing, if we do a thorough enough test when those kids get physicals that uh, they can, you know, spot something, you know, of that nature. But uh, I'm, I'm happy for the young man. I'm glad he's okay. As, as far as, as a parent concerned, you know, that's got to be very scary. So, For nothing else, very scary for the entire family. Um, but a shout-out to LeBron and Savannah in, in hopes that the entire family is doing good and, and rallying around him. Coach Jones, your thoughts about this when you heard this today? Yeah, I was I was, I was, I was totally shocked. I mean, you know, Bronny, a guy who has so much promise, 
And you mm-hmm. know, and, and so much, and also so much fame and fortune at such a young age. I think he's the number one um, kid in the country when it comes to NIL deals by far. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and and is you know, and for all intents and purposes, seems to be a great kid. Doesn't do anything to get himself in trouble. A great um, um, role model to other kids, man. And and then all of a sudden, you hear this news, and you be like, wow, how can a kid who's only eighteen years old, mm-hmm. you know, have a heart attack. I mean, that's just, it goes to show that's you, exactly. that, you know, uh, no, matter, no matter how much money you got, you know, I mean, we all go through go through stuff no matter, you know, <laughs> you know, trials and tribulations don't escape anybody, you know. That's right. Life is going to come knocking at your door whether you have money or not, and he was the top in NIL as far as high school and college, sitting in about $7 million last year in high school. So I get what you're saying, Coach Jones. Um, um, Coach Damien, your, your thoughts about this? Um, well, I, I just heard about it today because uh, I've been resting. I had an injection today. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know enough around the situation uh, to really – you know, give a full opinion on it, but I hate that for that young man because his upside is just so promising. Yeah. And uh, I just got to say, you know, prayers out to him and uh, LeBron James and his wife and family and hope he uh, yeah. fully recovers so that he can, t- can continue his career. It's, uh, it's going to be agree with you. Uh, an early draft moment for him. Yeah, for sure. Irene, your thoughts? Yeah, I was shocked to hear that. Um, so young. I mean, a parent's absolute worst nightmare. And um, like Coach said earlier, it just, I mean, no matter who you are, you're not, you know, going to escape the trials and tribulations that can happen. So I'm glad to hear that he's yeah. out of ICU and doing well. But it's definitely a parent's worst nightmare, even for LeBron James. Exactly. Exactly. Rich King, your thoughts? Actually, down here in Texas, we actually have uh, elective heart screening during physicals for high school and middle school kids um, to, wow. to to get out early screening. Now, you, you obviously have to pay extra for it. And when you talk to some of the parents, the first, their first thought is that a lot of parents try to ride the risk that, mm-hmm. you know, if, if it's a known thing and it kind of leads into, you know, what we're talking about today in the recruiting process, because um, I, I'm pretty sure we're all familiar with uh, uh, Brett Cooper's uh, uh, academic all-American series. And mm-hmm. I want to say three, four years ago, there was a player from New Jersey and the mom was very open about it that he had had some cardiac issues and it was already affecting his recruiting and, and he was out there and it's something that was known and they were open about and he was you know there were schools that didn't necessarily say thanks but no thanks but he wasn't getting what they initially thought would have been schools that he would have been attractive to so you know it is out there it's just it's getting the i think get the education out there you know thank god you know he was in a place where he could get you know treatment you know relatively quickly but you know there's if you just Google, you know, the simplest, just even the, the youth leagues, you know, kids that, you know, get hit by an errant pitch in the chest, you know, they go into immediate cardiac arrest and they're not as fortunate to have that care there. So, you know, thank God he was in a place that, 
you know, he could get that attention. Yeah, thank God for sure. Monica Smith, Goodwin, your thoughts. And, Duck, before that, um, um, Mr. Mike is not on yet, Mike Horton, so you may want to check on him um, before we get started. But, Monica, go ahead. Yes. Um, so I read about it today as well, and the first thing I thought about was my son. Um, he is mm-hmm. in the midst of uh, training and um, his exercise routine daily, and I thought about, you know, him and um, how hard is he working out? Um, is he overexerting himself? Because um, I know that can cause, you know, a drop in oxygen levels. Um, so I agree with the yeah. early testing. I think that um, we as parents and our athletes need to be educated on signs and symptoms to uh, look out for um, those symptoms that can lead to cardiac arrest. So I think yeah, it would I be like the key would be said. Yeah. yeah, I like what Rich said that, you know, in Texas they are screening for that. It's a little extra. But whatever it takes, our, our children are precious to us. Duck, you want to get started? And, and then when Rich, I mean, yeah, my uh, yeah. court and gets in the system, I'll let you know. Okay, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, first one, let me let me start off uh, with uh, Irene. Let's, let's give us your, your perspective on on the recruiting and how, how it's going for uh, your young man. Um, yeah, so we just kind of, I mean, it's been a bumpy road for us. Um, so it's not, you know, I, I was warned very, you know, well prior to getting into the process that it was an emotional roller coaster, but I don't think that anything really prepares you for the type of emotional roller coaster that it is. Um, it's been just kind of a bumpy road and it's a lot of like, it takes a toll on, I think, uh, the athletes mentally. So, in turn, I think that that kind of trickles down to the parents because it's our job as parents to kind of look out for their best interest and, you know, their mental health and all of those things. So, it's been kind of a bumpy road for us. Um, and we're, you know, we've had a lot of help along the way that we're super grateful for because without that help, I mean, to go into the the process blindly um, because we've never been through it before. Um, Danny is our oldest son, so it's just our first experience with it. But um, having the help that we've had um, has been extremely helpful and, you know, kind of changes the process a little because you're able to, you know, talk to people openly about the things that you're going through and the questions that you have and, know that there are people that are out there that are going to give you really honest answers, whether you want to hear those answers or not. Um, So we're still, you know, waiting for more to happen for him. We're waiting for the season and to, you know, we're excited to see what else will happen for him. Um, But it's been a bumpy road and, you know, definitely something that takes a lot of faith and perseverance and, you know, just, just uh, faith. That's all I can say is faith will get you through it. Okay. Uh, Rich, how, how about you, Rich? And uh, First of all, uh, Monica, I, I mean, I'm sorry, Irene, you want to let people know where, you, where you're from, what state uh, you're yes. repping. Yes, we are in um, North Carolina, so Indian Trail, North Carolina. 
Okay. Uh, Rich. So we're located down here just north of uh, San Antonio, Austin, and uh, San Antonio. Um, my son is going to be a senior. Um, the recruiting process, easily, more easily set up, I kind of describe it as that nobody owes you anything. Nobody owes you an explanation. Everything you've got to do, you've got to go out and take. Um, you know, we initially started off when he was a freshman and a sophomore, and we got baited into going into those camps, uh, like the junior day, whatever camps that are like $200 a camp for two hours and just not knowing. And then every year we learn more, we learn more, and we learn more, and we're to a point where, you know, after his junior season, or I'm sorry, after his sophomore season, we spent anywhere between ten to $12,000 because everybody – Across the board, everybody said, get them to the camps, get them to the camps, get them to the camps. So we did. You know, we traveled South Dakota, North Dakota, Utah, Texas, Louisiana. I mean, we traveled everywhere. And, you know, to get his name out there. And then this year, you know, after his junior season, we focused him a little bit more. And we even, um, you know, in hindsight being 2020, not the greatest thing in the world, getting a recruiting advisor. And, you know, we've learned from that, you know, that it's pretty much just email lists. And thankfully, uh, last week he had just gotten his first offer, not on a level that we kind of thought that he would. But, um, you know, we'd taken some advice from somebody very close to us that said, you know, go where you feel loved. And we did that, and it worked. They they immediately offered him and told him he didn't even have to do the camp um, at East Central um, University. So... You know, now that we, you know, we have at least one offer that's sitting on there, now it's kind of like, where do we go? You know, is if we look at other schools, you know, we're we're jumping into a new phase of his recruiting process. And Irene, um, we're right there with you. It is a roller coaster. Uh, you just you feel bad for him because, like in our instance, my son's backup had gotten an offer, actually two offers before my son ever did, and he was his backup. And, you know, you always start second-guessing yourself and your, your your confidence levels drop significantly. So, you know, it, it is, it's a long, long process that you can easily go down the wrong path. Okay. Uh, Monica, you know, your situation is a little bit different, uh, but your son is, uh, and you can tell him where he's going, but, how was the process for you leading up to him going where he's going? Um, well, um, you know, I agree with both parents. Um, it uh, does take a lot of faith. It takes a lot of resilience on the athlete's behalf as well. Um, it was a long road for us, still is a long road for us. We are still um, in the process, um, so to, so to speak. Um, we are in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, with Jamin, uh, we did the camps as well. Um, and uh, we started early on. He's been playing, you know, his entire life. Um, we started with, you know, one thing that I stressed was the academics. Um, you know, and in our case, the academics um, 
give is is really um, paying off right now in terms of the recruiting process with him that is ongoing at this moment. The academics played a big part in that. That was something that I really stressed um, after tutoring um, football players a few years back in my hometown of Richmond County and seeing where their grades were, um, the track they were on with their courses. Um, they weren't on the college track and things were really, really hard for them. Um, so, you know, I tutored to get them on the right track, take the, taking the right courses that's going to give them the most points and the best possible outcome in terms of the number of courses they have to have for the clearinghouse eligibility, um, making sure that they're stayed on track with their study habits and things of that nature so that they can have the, the GPA to even get um, into the school and get on, you know, whatever team they desire to be on. But, again, academics was big for us. Um, when my son was coming up, um, you know, and just asking for help, reaching out to people who are already in that that circle and who have already gone through it, a lot of times it's, you know, it's about who you know. Um, you know, getting in these circles with some of these people that knows um, the recruiters, knows some of the coaches at the schools, um, that goes a long way as well. And then, um, again, looking at schools, um, touring schools, we started about fifth grade uh, with my son touring different schools um, during his spring break, finding out what courses of study um, they offer to be sure that whatever um, your athlete chooses that um, that course of study track um, is offered at that particular school because some of the schools may not offer um, the course of study that your son um, or daughter wants to pursue. So that's really important as well. Um, keeping stats. Um, you know, in our case, um, some of the coaches from year to year didn't keep stats. Um, there wasn't a lot of film. Um, we did take some film and videos, pictures, um, ourselves and and um, um, have them post it. Um, uh, so, you know, again, it, I, I could go on and on about a lot of things and a lot of steps that we've taken. And, again, we are still in the process. Um, things are starting to turn around, but nothing is final until we are on a roster, in my opinion. Um, yes, he is at a school currently, but he's not currently on the roster. He's still in the process. So it's still an ongoing process, David, um, so to speak. Um, and, you know, again, we're just kind of just, you know, um, being patient until the name is on the roster and we are on the field. Okay. All right. Uh, Coach Jones. Yes, sir. Same question. Wow, man, this has really been a wealth of knowledge from all the parents that have spoken. I mean, it's, I can relate. I mean, uh, you know, I can, I, I can relate it. You know, my, my situation is, you know, I've been through the process as a player. You know, my process was just, it was it seemed so easy. You know, I, I was a, um, even though I went to a small town, I I had, you know, I had about 30 offers when I got out of, you know, I, I could I can pick and choose and had, had five visits and I was heavily recruited. It was just so easy for me. But I have a son, you know, it's been quite the opposite, and that's where I can relate 
um, to the parents that that spoken thus far. Um, you know, it is you know because at the end of the day, you know, I want my son to be better than me. You know, but it's been such a challenge for him. You know, you know from the start, mainly because of you know, you know he had this he had he had a couple of uncontrollable um, um, injuries that really is just fluke injuries. Like he had a he had a a, a growth on his knee that really um, hampered him for two years, really. He had to have two surgeries, two, uh, like two surgeries, you know, to get it removed. You know, thank God it wasn't cancerous, but, but you know, um, but it, it really hindered, hindered him from being able to perform on a football field up until um, this is actually up until, um, you know, the end of the middle of last season when he finally was healthy enough to play, you know, because, this is the first summer, actually, that he that we're not in rehab. So, so we we had to, you know, we got we got a late start in the recruiting process, so to speak, and um, you know, so we, we we've been doing the camp thing. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm unfortunately I was I'm, you know I was more knowledgeable of you know, um, you know, camp of the camp situation, what camp to go to. I mean, don't. I didn't waste a lot of time like with these recruiting services. You know, I I knew they were they weren't going to help you. I mean, there's nothing. But just like my gentleman said, man, you got to you got to really. I mean, it's so essential for the parents to be involved, and I really feel bad for for kids who may not have the parental back, you know, um, support, man. Because without it, I mean, my son now, you know, is in a situation um, to where he. Real close to getting the offers, um, you know. I mean, he's he had, he's had a couple. Of, he he's ran, you know, like a. Fortunately for him, he's you know I, you know one thing he always could do was run. You know, he's always been able to run track, and his times have been really um, great, which is really. Um, he's starting to get more calls each day now. Um, so I think it's, you know, you know he's in a good situation, but man, it's been a it's been such a up and down situation because you see, uh, you know, he sees some of his peers that you know that uh, that are getting offers and and he, and you know and he's been from from an athletic standpoint he's always been you know on par with those or even better than some of those guys but he hadn't up until this point he has not gotten anything but but the recruiting process you know is it's, um it's complicated I mean it's it's not I mean there's a lot of factors that go into everything you know you learn. I mean, even I, you know, even by me going through the process, there's a lot I've learned, you know. I've, you know, you, you got to have every, you know, some, some guys, you know, like myself, you know, it, you know, it's easy because, you know, you, you know, I, for, for whatever reason, you know, I, you know, um, everything fall, fall in place for some people, but some people's road is just different. Doesn't mean you're not going to make it. You just got to have perseverance and, and and you know, and and I look back at it. You know, I'm looking at at it. Me and my wife were just talking because, you know, this weekend we thought he had a. You know, coach came up to us. Yeah, you you probably gonna get an offer before you leave this camp. And you know, but when it didn't happen, it was just such a huge letdown. And I can see it on my son's face. And that's and that's where you really, you know, you you struggle and you, and you go through these. You know, I mean, it's almost like this is almost like therapy for me to hear now the parents going through the same thing. So we, maybe we need to find, have a group session and get all this stuff vented out, <laughs> and then go through this process together. But but um, but this is such a, like I said, a roller coaster process. You gotta have, 
faith, like, like you said, like the people, like the parents said before, and uh, because you know it's it's, it's a it's, it can be a great um, test of character for the young people, young men and women that is going through the situation because they got dreams, they got goals, and and, and as parents, we want to help them reach that goal. And nobody wants to do it as bad as our parents do, but but I think I think um, but you know just. I think the thing to do is just to trust the process. Um, good things are going to happen. Everybody's road is different. And I think you make a mistake sometimes, and I've made a mistake when we compare our plight with other kids' plight because everybody's road is different. You know, there's, been, there's a lot of guys on the NFL drafted in the first round that had to go through um, J.C., you know, Aaron Rodgers, for example. I mean, you know, I mean, this, you know so everybody's road different and, and you can't really you know sometimes it's not your son's fault it's not you know it's not anybody's fault you know it's just um, it's, it's such a numbers game as well I mean it's easy you know to, to kind of you know get in the situation you know in that holding situation where you're just waiting you know um, for that next opportunity to come but it's you know but it's, it's, it's I, I can relate you know to everybody in this panel thus far Okay, uh, I want to stay with you, Coach Jones, as we move along. Uh, let's talk about camps and your expectations out of the camps. Are you are you satisfied? Or let, let's just kind of sum it up. Talk, talk to us about going to these different camps. Well, yeah, these, um, you know, that's another thing, too. When you go to these camps, um, you know, you gotta be, you gotta do your homework before you even go to them. You know, and th- and that's the thing because sometimes it can be overwhelming because these schools are having camps a lot of times on the same day. Which ones I go to? Which one I don't go to? Which one is a waste of time? I mean, I you, you know, God forbid, you don't want to drive ten hours to a camp to a school that don't even know who you are. You know, um, so so I think it, it has to be well calculated and um, and you need really. You know, and this were, and I think it's part of uh, the high school coach job to kind of advise you on that because because these schools during recruiter season, these schools a lot of these schools a lot of these schools are going to come to your campus. I mean, that you know they they come in and looking for kids and looking for prospects, and hopefully, you know, um, you know the high school coach is, is really uh, push you know uh, pushing his kids and and being aggressive, you know, and in, uh, in that manner. Um, because that's a huge help when you got the, when you when your high school coaches are ally, and it could be a huge um, deterrent if he's not, you know, and um, and 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 how they communicate with these coaches is essential. I mean, they, I mean, so I, I, you know, I would definitely, first of all, meet with your high school coach, ask him what coaches are coming around and what coaches that that knows about them, and 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 social Twitter is a huge. Is a huge resource in that because how we did it, we looked at the um, at his Twitter following. So who are the who are the coaches that are following him? Who are the coaches that are communicating with him via Twitter? I mean, and um, and we kind of based our our camps, you know, you know, of where we're going to go as far as that concerned on on um, you know w- what coaches are that at least know of him because when you take when you take him to these camps, there's going to be 300 kids there, right? If they don't know who your son are, chances are he can be overlooked. You know, and he, and and um and also too, 
you know, and it, and it, and this is a learning experience for for the for the athletes as well because they want to. When you go to these camps, you got to do things to stand out because there's so many kids there. You got to let them know. You make sure they know who you are. And when you get your opportunities to get reps, you got to be able to perform. So it it was um you know uh, it was been real positive. I say for the most part, the camp experience has been positive because I, we went to all school camps. We didn't go to none of these. Other camps that you know that you know. I mean, I I'd be careful with some of these camps that say they got um, recruit. Um, you know, um, you know, it's going to help. They say it's going to help you get recognized. I mean, some camps, but but some camps are 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 good in the sense of. Oh, here's another thing that I, that I think is very important. Even even if you go to a camp, um, I think you got to you you know you got to market your kid. I mean. So in, in a way, and the best way to do that is through the power of video, and that's what I'm, I'm kind of, uh, and that's kind of been our saving grace, because I, I document everything that he does, and, and I put it on Twitter, so 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 coaches can see it, and it's been a huge um, uplift in recruiting. I think just last, just over the weekend, like 20, 20 coaches started following him, and asking questions because he. Because I documented what, what you know his you know what, you know what he does as positive like like his speed for example I, you know I, I mean I think that's so important when you're trying to market your kid I mean you know just you know you uh, know and I think that's very important but when you do go to these coaches even if you don't get an offer you know talk to the coaches let them know what what you're looking for you know asking them you know um, what does he need to do to get that to get to that get that offer. You know, and they, you know, and they'll say, you know, and they'll tell you what, you know, what, you know, and, and you know, just ask for an honest opinion. I think, I think that's what you want. You want that kind of candor when you're dealing with the stuff because time is of essence. You don't have time to be wasting time on pipe dreams. You know, you want to know, hey, what you want to get an honest evaluation of your kid, and that's the main thing you want to do at these camps. You get that honest evaluation. You know, if your kid is not a D, a D you know, if your kid is going to Going to University of Alabama camp and he's a D two kid, waste of time. You know, go to a camp, and that's and that's another reason why it's important for you to talk to your high school coach to find out, what, you know, in in the evaluation process, where is he at in your mind? Because the coach is going, um, there's a good chance, you know, your coach is going to tell him, you know, going to tell him, you know, um, his opinion of your player. And most, you know, some coaches will, will will sell your kid and really, and, and won't be and be very careful of what they say, because I said, um, you know, because one thing I do, I, I talk to our high school coach. I said, look, I mean, I don't want you to lie to lie about my kid, but I do expect you to be able to communicate in a way to where you say stuff that has not been proven yet. Like my son is playing a new position, you know. You can't say, well, he can't read this or read that, read that right now because he ain't he barely had an opportunity to learn it. You know, you know, to say he's he's getting better every day and he's learning, and um, he's smart, he's physical, and he's extremely talented. You know, you don't say he can't play a position or he can't do this or that. You know, don't don't put labels on kids. You know, that's that's one thing you yeah. gotta be careful, and, man. And, but yeah, and you you're bringing up some great points. Uh, uh, Coach Jones and I want I want to bring uh, Irene in and I w- I want to uh, talk to you about your camp experience for for Danny. Yeah, so um, 
you know, when he was younger, we did a, a lot of camps, like just, you know, to get him practicing more and getting better at his skills. Um, it was never like a recruiting thing for us at that point. Like I'm talking like eighth, eighth grade, like he's always done camps. Um, and then COVID happened. So obviously that year was much different, but I know last year, you know, I know one of the other parents had talked about, you know, spending an astronomical amount of money to take him to camps. And we did that last year. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't, it, I would not advise that, um, going forward this year, we did it much differently. And if there was a school that was interested in him or a school that he had interest in, then we went to that camp. And I wish that we had done that last year because we would have saved ourselves a lot of money, a lot of time, um, because there's just certain, you know, there's scripts or, you know, it feels like a script when you go to these camps and the things that the coaches will tell you after they've evaluated you at camp and things like that, um, where you feel like you're hearing the exact same thing at every camp or you're at a camp and there's just so many kids there that you're not getting any reps and you're not getting, there's no way for you to be recognized because there's just way too many kids there. Um, so really like doing your research on the camps and asking people who have been there before, um, you know, what camps and, you know, really having that open communication with your high school coach and, and, you know, I think that one of the things is, it's really dangerous to assume that your high school coach knows that your kid wants to play in college. So having that open line of communication to where they can help, you know, guide you and what camps you should be going to, because a lot of times they're the ones they are talking to other coaches and so they can lead you in the right direction. Um, And so I would highly suggest having that conversation early in your child's, you know, high school experiences to have that conversation early so that you know, like, where your child stands, like, you know, where they should be going, whether it's D1 camps or D3 camps or, you know, NAIA, um, you know, just to really make sure that you're maximizing the time that you have and getting them in front of the people that um, are going to want want to see what more they have to offer you. Okay, uh, Rich. Same question. Uh, the, the camps. Did you think they benefited you? Uh, your feeling on taking your kid to all these different camps and spending quite a bit of money. So uh, we did have communication with somebody within the system. You, you know, there was some type of an email correspondence. They knew who he was, um, but to the degree we didn't know. Um, camps are not a benefit for what they advertise where it says, come get better, come get an offer. I, I, I after going through lots of camps and I, I want to say not this spring, but the spring before, I think we were hanging somewhere around 32 camps that we went to. And, you know, when we were told get to the camps, that's what we did and everything was focused. And the camp benefit is not really to get better. You run a few drills, you run some 1v1s. The benefit that I found, it helped my son stand up as an individual where he learned how to make that dialogue. When you ask him his ZPA, he tells you directly. There's no, uh, well, I think it's, he knows how to carry himself. 
he knows how to go to those larger camps, you know, that'll have three, 400 kids at them. And he's the one that the parents are getting mad at because he's jumping in front of everybody because their kid turned their back for two seconds and missed a rep. That's, you know, that's what he learned. He learned how to step up for himself. Um, where the frustration lies is specifically this year, since the coaches can directly communicate with them, he'll get these phone calls and they'll, they'll tell them and they'll, 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 you know, hyperinflate their interest. And I don't think there's an understanding like Weber had called them, come out, we're really interested, you're high on our board. We get out there and we're meeting with the, one of the GAs that, we'd already known from the past and we'd spoken with the head coach and we finally got to a point where we got aggressive enough. Like we, you know, Coach Jones talked about is we just started getting to a point, asking point blank, where are we in the process? And the look on, on my son's face when the GA turned to him and said, I'm the only one that's seen your tape. They haven't even seen your tape. You're a four game senior eval. I don't know if these coaches understand that we're spending two grand in plane tickets and cars and hotels to get out there just to be told something that they could have told us over the phone because they'd already seen them in the camp before that. And out there, you know, it's full contact, it's full gear camps. So it's it's not like, you know, they didn't get a, a really good look at it. So, you know, the camp experience, it's not it, – the, the benefit – He's, he's grown as a man, for sure. He can stand on his own. When we go to camps now, I'm basically, I just sit up in the stands. When he goes in for these unofficial visits, he goes in by himself. We're staying completely out of it. We don't go in. We don't do anything. And that's honestly how we started getting more traction. Now, we have asked coaches to evaluate him um, and have gotten some honest feedback. I've never... You know, maybe in middle school we're like, oh, maybe there's a chance he could be a P5. No. I, that's the one thing we've been very, very, very honest about is that, you know, he's a good mid-level, maybe get some, you know, start playing time sophomore season at, at you know, um, at like Akron or Tarleton or Weber or, you know, that level of school. You know, we did travel to Ohio State this year. Ohio State was at his high school, but they were there for other players, but they did ask him to come out. And we went out there for the experience, the fun, you know, to, to, to go talk to everybody. But at the same time, um, Coach Deck was also out there, and he advocated more for my son than any other recruiting person has ever done for him, even more so than the high school. Our high school is notorious for really pushing their skills, kids, and the linemen – Traditionally, and this is a 6A school down here in Texas, it's the West Lakes, the Duncanvilles, the North Shores, the nationally ranked teams, that's the group that he plays in. And, you know, he leads South Texas for where he's at and where his target position at linebacker, he doesn't play on his team because they put him out of nose guard because for the last two years the nose guard's always gotten injured, so they needed their most aggressive player, so they stick him there. So we have zero tape at him at linebacker other than his freshman year. And he was groomed to be a linebacker then. So it's been very difficult to go to these camps and say, well, here's the tape of the position you want him for, but he's not in it. So camp experience, it's it's for them to grow up and to stand on their own and get their dialogue. You know, like we you, like you, you, we'd heard, you know, it's a script. It absolutely is a script. 
So, okay. but that that's been the experience. Okay, uh, Monica, same same question. Uh, talk to us about your campus, your campus experience. Um, yeah, so um, with us, I think early on when Jamin was in, I don't know, maybe third grade up to about um, somewhere in my middle school, um, I felt that the camps were beneficial uh, because it helped him and helped us to kind of gauge where he was in terms of um, his position, his skill level, um, and it helped him to be a lot more competitive. It did um, kind of push him to work harder. Um, I think as he got older, we started paying more attention to um, what was going on at the camps. We started being more strategic about which camps he was going to attend. He started to realize that, um, yes, there were a lot of athletes at these camps. Um, In a a lot of the cases, um, a lot of the athletes were, in fact, invited. And um, they got a lot of the attention. A lot of attention was focused on certain athletes, and then you still had um, athletes like him who um, were, um, you know, uh, high-performing athletes that didn't get um, the attention. So uh, at that point, we started being more strategic about what type of camps he was going to um, attend, um, what, uh, who, which schools were um, attending the camp, um, you know, in terms of recruiting and speaking with the uh, with the athletes after the camp, um, you know, kind of coached him and talked to him about communication skills, um, uh, leadership skills inside the classroom, out of the classroom, on the field, um, brushing up on those, polishing up so that when he is face-to-face, um, with uh, a coach, he would know how to handle himself. And, you know, like the uh, last parent said, I would just sit in the stands because, you know, we've already talked about communication, um, uh, gotten him in certain mentor programs um, to help with communication, public speaking, community service, leadership, and all of that. Um, and, you know, parents, um, I would say, Pay attention to what's going on at the camps because we are paying a lot of money, and um, a lot of the camps are scripted. Some of them are. They're telling you the same things, and when you look through the emails, um, some of them even um, address your child personally, and so that makes them feel like, oh, the coach knows me. They know me there, but when you start to really read it, um, it's not even specific to the position or um, the coach is not even specific to the position um, that the uh, athlete um, plays. Um, so uh, a lot of the um, those type emails are generic um, to get you into the camp or to draw you into the camp. So I would just say pay attention, um, you know, uh, going in and be strategic. Um, but, you know, for the most part, when he was younger, um, yes, the camps did help him. They helped him get better, um, especially the skill level camps. He really listened. Um, he paid attention. Um, so I don't feel like that was a waste of money with um, when he was younger. And it's just that, you know, the more attention we paid, um, the more strategic we got, and um, we only attended certain camps. Okay. Uh, my last question for everybody, you know, it's like a two-parter, uh, Talk to me about uh, you think you were prepared for the recruiting process 
And the second part of it, what advice would you give to parents that are listening? Monica. I I can if you, yes. Um, I think that in terms of uh, my athlete, um, his skill level, I think that he was prepared. Um, I think he was prepared, uh, or he is prepared physically. Um, He's prepared mentally um, in more ways than just physical. I think that, um, you know, he has that resilience. He has that competitiveness. Um, He is patient. Um, He does trust the process. Um, He has a lot of faith that he will get to where he's going Um, eventually. He does understand, and um, that's something that I've um, talked to him about throughout um, his athletic experience is that um, your path is not going to be like, um, you know, other athletes' paths. Um, but uh, you will get, you know, to the end result. Um, you're not going to always go down the same road as somebody else. So I think mentally, spiritually, physically, socially, that he is prepared. Um, for me, it, 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 all this was new for me. Um, I wish that I had started earlier to get in that recruiting circle. Um, I had to do a lot of research on my own to find, my, find out how all this stuff operates and what it takes and all the stuff you have to do. For example, we were sending emails to coaches and then found out later um, when there were no responses that coaches use Twitter. They use Instagram. You have to DM them. You have to get in your box. Um, those are things that I didn't know. You know, I'm thinking old school, you know, let's email the coaches. Let's send out a bunch of emails. Um, so for me, I wasn't prepared, um, and I kind of – but for him, I think he was. Some things he kind of helped and guided me um, through, um, and that's my son, my athlete, um, especially like a lot of the, um, I guess, like promotional um, sites that kind of like – suck you in and pay this amount of money and we'll help your your child get recruited and this and that. And he kind of helped me steer away from that because there were a couple that we did or I signed up for. And he was like, Mom, no, you know, we don't need that. Don't do that. You know, doesn't take all that. Or, you know, let's do this one. This one, you know, is is reputable. Um, So he did help me out, you know, with that. But um, for me, it was a lot of research and I didn't learn until later um, you know, that I should be reaching out to people more and getting assistance with the recruiting process. But academically, physically, um, socially, um, emotionally, he was ready. Okay. The second part is what advice would you give to the parents going through the recruiting process? Um, the advice that I would give to parents is to continue to um, encourage your athlete, um, you know, uh, with positive, um, you know, positive thoughts, positive words of encouragement, um, you know, uh, be patient with them. Um, point out the point out the lessons in the letdown um, for your athlete. 
um, help them to see that um, it, it, it was a learning opportunity and that, um, you know, a greater opportunity will come for them. And I would say, again, reach out to people who have been there, um, people in these recruiting circles, um, you know, coaches and people. There are um, coaches out there who want to help and who will help. I would also say um, uh, if, if you're able to, get your student additional, I mean, your athlete additional training um, outside of uh, the team sport that he plays for. Um, you know, conditioning, um, some conditioning, um, you know, a skills coach, somebody that's going to help them outside if you're able to do that. But most of all, encourage your – keep your um, athlete uplifted and encouraged. Um, that's, a, you know, a big part of it, um, you know, because a lot of times they can, um, you know, kind of give up on themselves. Um, and give up on their dreams, their goals, and, and, and you have to encourage them not to do that because it's not going to happen if you don't keep going. And I always tell um, my son, you know, uh, a million no's is, is worth at least one yes. Come on, we got you, um, you know, join our team or, you know, whatever. Just, you know, a, a million no's, you can just get one yes, then you're good. Okay, all right. Uh, Rich, same two, same two questions, Rich. So the best advice I can give is advice that I didn't listen to was don't pay for recruiting services. <laughs> okay. That is the <laughs> absolute best. Mm-hmm. That is a database that just gets spit out, and CAs that are sending it from the schools, you know, like we had been mentioned before, is that it's not really personalized. You know, and and some of these DAs, you'll actually see that they don't blind copy anybody, and you're on a list of 50 people, and everybody's responding back to it, and then everybody's emails blow up for it. Um, you, you know, after the Weber incident, uh, my son really, really deflated and in a bad place. You know, he really thought that, you know, that was his dream school. That's where he wanted to be, and we were on a long drive back, and... I told him, I'm like, I, I pulled up the GPS in the in the car, and, you know, it, it shows you multiple routes. And I, said, and I looked at him, and I told him, I'm like, Jake, when this is all said and done, what do you want to be? He goes, I want to be a nurse practitioner. I said, look at the map. I was like, there's the preferred way, the way you want to go, the fastest route. I said, sometimes that path is not going to be that way. If football's not going to be it, if, if you you know I, if you don't want to accept offers to D two or to a, a school that doesn't have your major, at the end of the day, I will sell the house, I will sell the farm, to make sure you get to be to be where you want to be. It may not be football, you know. You got to be willing to lose it all to get what you you know to, to follow that dream, or you're, it's not a risk. If you don't have anything to lose, it's not a risk, and it. it it seemed to lift him up a little bit, and I think in the next couple camps after that, the stress was off of him, and that's kind of how I think the less desperate he seemed is why this came to fruition a little bit more than he thought. Um, the, the, the first offer that he got was not necessarily his, his first choice, but those coaches, and I got some great advice is to go where you feel loved, those coaches made a big deal out of it. And, you know, out of the 300 kids there, he was the only one that was offered. 
So, you know, that is, that's, that's the best advice I can give is, is to kind of like piggyback on top of you have to throw your emotions aside as a parent and your frustration and not let it show because it will affect them more than ever. They got to know that, 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 that safety net's there no matter what. Um, and that's, that's the best advice I can give. Don't pay and be, be supportive. Okay. Uh, Irene, uh, the two-part question, uh, are you, you know, do you think you, Danny, the family, are, was prepared for this process? And uh, what advice would you give to another parent that is going through the same thing? Um, I think I did a lot of research on my own, you know, prior to really getting more serious about the recruiting process. So. I feel like there was some of it that I was prepared for. Um, I don't think that I was fully prepared, and I think that most of it would be from a, you know, I didn't understand the level of lack of transparency and honesty that the coaches would give to these kids. Um, Not just my own, but, you know, I've heard other stories. And, you know, so I just don't believe that I was prepared enough for that, for the lack of transparency and honesty and the effect of, of those little things, those little details, those little sentences that they may say that give them like this little bit of hope that maybe they'll get an offer from that school. I don't think that I was prepared for that, but I was prepared for the process to be difficult, but definitely not as difficult as it has been um, from that standpoint. And I think um, the best advice that I could give to somebody would be to, you know, so much of these athletes, their self-worth is so wrapped up in football because, you know, that's, you know, for some of these athletes, that's where they get the most attention from in their life. And so my best advice is, you know, a parent going through this process is to make sure that your child knows that they have value outside of football because really when it comes down to it, you know, this this level of rejection that they feel um, can really take a huge toll on their mental health and, you know, their self-worth, their confidence, and all of that can actually, you know, be taken on the field with them. And, you know, that film that's so important in the process can, can take a hit if they're not confident you know, and what they're doing. So they just really, for me, I think that it's just so important to make sure that they know that their value does not lie in, you know, being a great football player, that, you know, if they're an upstanding young man and, you know, they're getting good grades and they're contributing to society and they love their family and they're respectful and, you know, that's where somebody's true value lies is, you know, the type of person that they are. But for a lot of these athletes, you know, wrapped up in, in football and the type of player that they are. And I just don't feel that the recruiting process is a true, like doesn't really shine a true beacon onto these kids on who they really are. Um, And so just keeping them positive through the process. And, you know, I do a lot with, you know, the power of positive thinking and, you know, I have him write out, I am statements like I am, you know, confident I am, whatever it is that he may be struggling with at that time and just try and keep him, you know, prayed up and keeping his mind positive and, you know, all of those things and 
you know, comparison is the thief of joy. So really focus on trying to not allow your child to compare themselves to other people. And as a parent, that can be very difficult too. So as a parent, like being very aware of like when you're comparing your child to somebody else or somebody else's child to yours, um, it, it will steal your joy. Um, and it should be, you know, four years of high school football should be four of the best years of your life. And, and to just stay focused on those four years that you're never going to get back and just make the most of them. And if there's football after that, then, you know, that's awesome. You're, you, you're in a small minority of people that get to have that happen, but just keep them focused on themselves and their dreams and their goals and, you know, keep them prayed up and power of positive thinking for the entire family because it takes a toll on everybody. Okay. Uh, Donna Jones, uh, bring us home with it. You got, you got three minutes, man. Talk to us. Man, there's really nothing else to be said, man. The way these parents, I'm really impressed about the, the level of, of their ability to be able to communicate this whole entire process. Hopefully this can be recorded and sent out to other people because I think America needs to hear, hear more of this. But just, just briefly, um, I would say, you know, I concur. The main thing is don't allow, don't allow the kids that identity to be in football. And um, because, I mean, you know, because you you don't know what their purpose is, that that true, you know, they, they just find it themselves or who they really are. You know, um, you know, but you know, at the same time, you gotta support. You want to support their dreams, but just make sure that it's make sure they really want this. You know, you know, and football. And if they do really want it, then you gotta be totally honest about you know about your situation. Because if if you fight, if you fight for two um, one hundred and fifty pounds, you're probably not gonna go to Alabama. You know. Um, you know, cause so, you know, so you know, so just make sure it's realistic. If, you know, make sure that you know they get an honest evaluation. Then if they, then if, then if they, and I told my son, look, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we can go to all these camps. We could, we could, you know, you know, we, we can get you. I can get you in front of coaches, and, and you know, I got friends that that know people. You won't have to perform on that football field. So, you know, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta that. As we used to say when I was in the NFL, um, the eye in the sky don't lie. That film don't lie. You know, so I mean that, that's first and foremost. You got to be able to perform. Then once you once you perform on the field, then okay, I'm gonna do the. I, I make sure you get you get in the right spot. I make sure you get in the right camp. I make sure of all that stuff. But they just need to understand. You know, you know, um, you know. You know their level. You know, I mean, I mean that's the that's the their level of accountability as well. You know, and that's the only thing I can say I can add is what's different than what everybody else has said because I, I'm totally um, all in of, of um, you know, of, of, the, of the character. You know, and, and not comparing yourself to you know to other people and your plight. Your plight is your plight. God got you. God, God got you going through this for a reason. You know, you got you gonna be something great in the future, man. And, and and also I agree, you know, make sure you always be positive with your kids, man, because you know you sometimes parents, you know, make the mistake, and I see this a lot. Sometimes parents can be trying to live their dreams through through their kids. You know, they they might have never made it, you know, so they want to make it through their kids. And, and I see it all the time. 
do not do that to your child. You know, I mean, you know, because um, I asked my son, I said, look, man, do you want to play football? <laughs> you know, man, because, I mean, you, I mean, you know, because if you don't, it's fine. But do you really want to play, you know, and you don't want to force your dreams upon your child if they're not all in? Because if you want to play football, I played at the highest level. you got to be all in on this thing. You know, so you need to make sure that's what your child really wants to do. He really wants to go through all the pain and the struggle. If you want it, hey, let's 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 ride it, baby. Let's go, let's do it, and we're gonna have and we're gonna have fun through this process. It ain't gonna be easy, but let's let's go through the process together. You know, so that's my advice. And, I, and we appreciate it. I'm gonna turn this over to uh, Girl Power Princess Cooper. Hey, we want to thank you guys for uh, being part of this. And Damon, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to leave you off, but hey, you're my guy, man. All right, Prince. <laughs> all right, thank you all. This has been really good, Monica, and and, and also Coach Donald Jones and 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 Irene. Thank you very much, and um, Rich King. We really appreciate the perspective. It's just been powerful to listen to. And uh, Coach, um, just want to say hello to Coach D Man, and also get, again give a shout out to my girl Tori who's listened to the entire show. And this will be on replay, everyone. It will be on Spotify and iHeartRadio tomorrow. So it will be recorded, and I'll share a link um, with Coach Duck, and he can share a link with you all. Have a great evening. Thank you so much for being so candid and and giving giving advice to those who are going through the process. Have a great evening. Thanks, you too. Thank you. All right. All right, Duck, thank you so much, sir. All right. Give me my robot music. I don't have any robot music with you. I told you, you got to come into 2023, Doug. I got to get to the